Hello and welcome to Meet Me at the Movies. I am Noel T. Manning II. Appreciate you hanging out with us. Always, uh, whether you're watching us on TV, C19 TV, that's awesome. Or if you're listening to us on radio, WGWG, we appreciate that as well. Hey, (laughs) y'all. That is Beth Grant. Beth Grant and I have uh, been talking uh, over the years, we've talked on radio. This is the first time we've actually been able to talk on TV. And so very happy to have you on the show, Beth. Good to see you. I am so glad to be here. <laughs> uh, we were just talking about before the show about running into each other at the premiere of The Irishman. And you and I talked and talked and talked. And my husband had to drag me away from you. <laughs> I told him today that we were talking. He says, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> so now, now you did say that was the best thing about the premiere. It after, was. The after best party. thing about the premiere was seeing you. We got our picture made together over by the, I guess it was a, a dummy set of like a yeah. restaurant or something yeah. where they hung out. And then we left. You were yeah. the only thing, only reason to be there in my book. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I'll tell you, I'm so glad, glad to have you. And uh, it's always good chatting with you. And I just... Um, never know where you're going to show up because you <laughs> are all over the place and I absolutely love it. And so I can never keep up with all that you've got going on. So when you pop up, I'm like, there's Beth, there's Beth. <laughs> I'm like a, what is it, a bad penny? I turn up. <laughs> no, you, there, there is nothing bad about you. You're a good penny. You're a good penny. <laughs> I'm a good penny. <laughs> well, Beth, you have been involved in cinema and TV and stage for, for, for many years now. And when you look at your filmography, it is crazy. It is crazy well, I'm awesome. I'm 102. I know I look good, but I'm actually 102. <laughs> well, you know, when we <laughs> look back. Let me get my vaccination today because they <laughs> roll her in here quick. She may not last the day. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, looking back at 2016, you were in four films that were all Oscar nominees. Uh, nominated films, and that was pretty pretty amazing. But let's let's go way back and talk about your love of cinema and what led you to this path. And and we both had these North Carolina connections as well, Pitt County, North Carolina connections. <laughs> That's right, East Carolina University for me. Of course, you didn't go to school there; you just lived near there. I lived there. That's right. That's right. I know your hometown very well, very well indeed. And your cousin was a good friend of mine, Sonny Walhorn. So, yeah, and I grew up in Wilmington, graduated from high school in Wilmington, North Carolina, and uh, you remember Dr. Jenkins, Leo Jenkins, who was Chancellor of East Carolina. And his daughter and I were pages in the Senate together in 1965 and became very good friends. And I would go and visit her, you know, for the weekend. And we'd go to the ball game and go downtown to the coach and four and dance. They were so funny because they had, uh, they would play jukebox music, but they had a drummer. Boogie Norris was his name. And he's still in Greenville, I think. And he would play the drums to the music and it so it was like being with a live band sort of (laughs) shag and all that stuff so yeah but Wilmington's where I graduated from high school and yeah I'm an eastern North Carolina girl that's for sure wasn't born there but I certainly adopted it I hope they adopted me (laughs) (laughs) absolutely absolutely so was uh did you enjoy going to films when you were younger or was that that path something that came to you 
in college? Or, oh, I or? did. I can remember going to my first movie was Pinocchio. And I remember it. And I remember going with mom and daddy to different movies. I went to one with 3D glasses. And mama said, do not take those glasses off. You'll damage your eyes. <laughs> but of course, I was a kid. And I remember peeking <laughs> up. And then, of course, everything was sort of blurry. And I went, ah! <laughs> <You know? laughs> It was a Jerry Lewis movie, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, I always loved movies. And my mother had wanted to be an actress. And so somewhere in my world, you know, to get her love and affection, I could say I wanted to be a movie star and it just thrilled her to death. So that's how it started, even really before I knew what a movie star was. Yeah. And then of course, over time I had to learn to act. <laughs> and that's, I went to the governor's school of North Carolina, actually in Winston-Salem at the time. I think they have two campuses now, right? But this was in Winston-Salem and I uh, had a very good drama teacher in high school. And then uh, they actually recommended East Carolina as having a great yeah. professional department. And so I went there and ended up doing a world premiere of a Romulus Lenny play, Laura Lenny's father, yeah. and uh, went to New York. And so I started in New York and then came to California. But I must say, even though I love stage and I still love stage, I really, I love that you say love of cinema because yeah. I have a love of cinema. Yeah. This, I'm, the greatest honor of my entire career was being um, asked to join the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. Yeah. And every year I really do watch, I mean, almost every single film that is eligible and that's a lot of movies so I tried during the year to watch them as I go because I know there's going to be a big rush this year we have a little more time yeah. because of the pandemic and so I've had a little leeway and therefore I've been able to do the international films this year right. which I did I wasn't able to do that in the past and it's just thrilling to me to see and to see so many women directors wow yeah oh my gosh I mean I really I had a theater company in New York and I have directed, uh, I directed a short that I felt was very filmic, very cinematic uh, with Octavia Spencer, actually. I love Octavia. Octavia Spencer, but she was just about to be, I yeah. mean, we all knew it was a question of time, yeah. but um, so I, I think that it is possible for women now in a way that's just thrilling to me. It really is. But I just love movies. I, and I got to meet one of my heroes, Claude Lelouch. I was working, was it, was that the time? It was one, I've only been to Paris twice, so I, I can't remember which time it was, but we went over to tour Montmartre and the woman Pat, that was our guide uh, said, oh, and we're having a premiere of a Claude Lelouch movie here on Thursday night. And I said, Oh, right here, really? And she said, do you want to go? I said, well, yes. She said, well, you can just go buy tickets at the box office. I said, boy, that is not like in Hollywood. You know, people are, you know, selling their souls to the devil to get tickets to premiere. Right. So I did just that thing. We went over wow. there, we bought the tickets and we went to the premiere and he was there. Wow. And I went up and introduced myself. Thankfully, he did speak English and I have pictures of me with him. I mean, just amazing. So, <laughs> yes, I love cinema and I love all kinds of cinema. I even have a healthy respect for some kind of horror movies. Yeah. But 
you know, I don't, I can't say that I, I, I don't mind being in them. I can <laughs> really watch them. <laughs> right. I was going to say, cause you, you've been in a few and, and after the break, we'll talk about one that you're in as well uh, with, uh, with Nicolas Cage. Uh, but we'll talk about that after, after the break. So what are the movies that you uh, really appreciate watching? You said you watch everything, but is there something that you, that's really close to your heart right now at this season of your life? Oh gosh, that's, you know, it's interesting. My husband said, why do you keep watching these movies about death? <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess as one gets older, <laughs> my acting teacher used to say everything is either about sex or death <laughs> and, or both. <laughs> yeah, right. and so yeah, there are movies that uh, really move me. There's a Liam Neeson one that is, uh, I think it's called Trip to Italy that came out this year. And that's, I think, a very personal film for him with his son. And I thought it was really beautiful. And I haven't heard very many people talking about it. Uh, there's a film from Norway uh, called Hope that's uh, stellar, Stellan Skarsgård. <laughs> you know, my yes. daughter said Skarsgård must be like Smith over there <laughs> because there, we have so many actors <laughs> yes. who are named Skarsgård or Sarsgård. Uh, yes. And I've worked with quite a few of them, funnily enough. <laughs> anyway, that's really beautiful. Uh, so at this time of my life, yes, I am very interested in character driven movies. I always was, though. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know. Maybe I've always been old. <laughs> <laughs> An old soul. One of those old do, souls. <laughs> I, I do. I do like those kinds of things. I like, I like important movies that are, I mean, when I say important, about important themes. Right. Family yeah. and life and death. Yeah. And relationships, character driven. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what about uh, roles that you decide that you want to act in? How does that work for you? Because you've done like I said, stage, TV, film. Uh, what what well, makes that I mean, determination I, for you? Yeah, there's, uh, I like, well, this morning when I went to get my vaccination, I was thinking about <laughs> my character from No Country for Old Men. And, uh, you know, I mean, a character actress from Eastern North Carolina, and I've been in three best pictures, three. Plus, I was in, I voiced Rango, which got best animated feature. Right. And I'm going, how did this little redneck ever get started, much less get so lucky? But I was thinking about her this morning as we were waiting in line and her, you know, saying, no place to go to. Because I was thinking, I, I guess we've all had this thought during the pandemic, like, I just got to get out of here. Where am I going to go? And we were on the freeway. We hardly leave the yard. And I thought, I just want to go somewhere. And I said, where are you going to go? And I thought, no place to go to, you know, whatever her line is. And I, thought about her. I loved her immediately. First of all, it's Coen Brothers. Yes. So I would do yes. thing for them. Oh, yeah. And then, and then secondly, she reminded me of my grandmother. Oh, wow. And I, I just knew immediately what I wanted her voice to sound like. I just knew who she yeah. was. And we... You know, the wig that they made was not exactly the southern permed curly hair that I grew up with. Right. But, you know, it, it was a version of that. And yeah. it was a very bold choice, but they wanted to do it. And I thought, if they want to go for it, I'll go for it. And they made a costume with beans in my bra, so I had saggy <laughs> boobies. And, 
you know, I had a certain walk and I had glasses that reminded me of my grandmother's. And so yeah. that was why that one was so special. Yeah. Little Miss Sunshine reminded me of someone I had worked for in Greenville, North Carolina at the Millie's Hallmark card shop. Wow. And Millie, it was in this, uh, I was trying to think what year that was, I guess the end of the sixties, early seventies. And she had a bouffant, jet black hair do. And I just saw that. I saw Millie and she really wasn't like Millie. Although Millie was, a taskmaster. I mean, you had to be on time and you had, you couldn't leave a minute before. And I mean, she was very good to me. So yeah. don't get me wrong, but, but I did think, Oh, I know what to do with her. I know who she is. And Donnie Darko, it was my PE teacher. So as I talk, I guess what I love is an inspirational idea, something I can hook onto. Yeah. And it comes in different forms. And sometimes I don't know what to do and I'll go through my closet and I'm just looking at clothes and I go, oh yeah, that dress seems right. And then I'll try different hairdos. And, you know, I have a very popular movie called Sorted Lives. It's kind of a cult movie. And that's a little bit like my grandmother too. And she has quite a hairdo, which was actually the writer, Dale Shores, writer, director, Dale Shores describes it as a French twist gone awry. Because <laughs> I tried to do a French twist, but it fell over to the side. <laughs> when we did the play, I had done it anyway. So different things, but I think mostly I'm just looking for a hook, gotcha. a way that I can get in there. The hardest one I've ever tried to, get a hook on was Criminal Minds. Yeah. It's a very popular episode called Mosley Lane with um, Bud Court, plays my husband. She's the most despicable woman I have ever played. I mean, she's kidnapper, pedophile, murderer. She's yeah. the worst. And the director, Matthew Gray Goobler, who was a regular on the show, and I guess the girls really love Matthew Gray Goobler, which, you know, I didn't know at the time, but anyway, he said, Beth, I it's a fairy tale. It's a Grimm's fairy tale. And if you think about it, those Grimm's fairy tales were awful. Yeah. But they yeah. were cautionary tales. Yeah. And this is a cautionary tale to parents to watch their children because these people are out there. And I said, I'm in. Yeah. I'm in because I know that's important. Right. 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 We are hanging out with Beth Grant. And if you are just tuning in, this is Meet Me at the Movies. We appreciate you. We're going to take a quick intermission. We're going to come back, talk more about Beth's love of cinema and some of her work. And we're also going to talk about the Nicolas Cage uh, film, Willie's Wonderland, uh, where Beth is a sheriff. We're going to talk about that too before we wrap <laughs> things up. I hope so. Anyway, uh, stick around. Stick around right here on Meet Me at the Movies. They're going to put me in the movies. They're going to make a big star out of me. Hi, I'm Shara Miller, the host of Artworks. Each month we bring to you wonderful, talented artists from here in, in Cleveland County and, and the region. We have artists, we have potters, we have painters, we have musicians, we have actors. We just have wonderful artists that come to you and tell you about all that they're doing, their creativity, what inspires them. Join me here on Artworks each month on C19. You can also watch us online at c19.tv. I would tell anybody that's interested in getting broadcasting that um, this is a really exciting field to be in. The possibilities are endless. And every day is different. Um, there's always something new. Um, you're always on your toes. 
I think the good thing about you know a school like Cleveland Community College is they're really good at keeping up with the latest technologies. My experience um, with the broadcasting program has been everything and more. I've hosted a television show here. I've done radio shows, I've, I've made my own commercials, all kinds of exciting things, digital animation, and I've never thought I'd have a career in news that I enjoy. It's just really exciting to you know, have a career where you're in control of what two million people in the area are watching every night. It's really exciting and enriching and fulfilling work. It doesn't feel like a job. I mean, I get to hang around all day and make television. I mean, just listen to that. Now the question is, are you ready to start your journey today? They're gonna put me in the movies. They're gonna make a big star out of me. Welcome back to Meet Me at the Movies. Noel T. Manning II here hanging out with Beth Grant. Talking <laughs> movies, talking TV, talking everything relating to acting and the entertainment world. Now, are you a singer as well, Beth? Do you sing well, and dance? Well, I do sing. I can carry a tune and I have a very, uh, if I don't have to project. Okay. <laughs> I just have, I have a, my, my raspiness is not, like I'm not a belter, right. but I can sing, yes. And I have done some singing. Okay, and, and dance as well. So, so you're, you're- In the olden days, back in the olden days, <laughs> I did some dancing. I mean, I still dance. I, you yeah. know, in Tu Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newmar, we yes. had to dance. It's a shame there's not much in there because we shot so much. And my daughter was two years old and up on her dad's shoulders. And every time we would finish, uh, Kenny Ortega was the director, you know, Dirty Dancing and so on. And he would say, cut. And Mary would say, again, again. <laughs> Oh, I love <laughs> but, it. So, but we were voguing and I thought I was fabulous, but there's very little in the movie. <laughs> I wasn't so fabulous. <laughs> well, you, we, we talked about several of your film roles. Were, was there any role that you took on that you maybe didn't expect it to speak to you or to speak to audiences like it did? And then after it was released, you're like, wow, okay, I didn't see that coming. Huh. Let me think. Well, I mean, I will say I did predict Rain Man. I'm thinking of the big ones, you know, yes, that yes. really well. Um, with Donnie Darko, I, I loved it and I knew it was fabulous, but we were released right after 9-11. I mean, and in fact, we were supposed to come out, I think, in September and they pushed us a couple of weeks. Right. And so we opened in October and it's the 20th anniversary right now, actually. I just thought of that, uh, that it, we premiered at Sundance. Um, so I will say that once we didn't do well mm -hmm. at the box office, I didn't expect that it would be what it has become, which is this amazing cult hit. And the kids watch it and then they pass it along to the younger kids and yeah. then they pass it along and so the following on donnie darko i did not anticipate at all right and yeah. uh, i don't think any of us did and yeah. of course it's just i'm so thrilled because i do think it's a masterpiece i just love it so much so yeah uh, that was a happy surprise yeah i did know to, no country for old men i don't know i thought cormac mccarthy i'm thinking yeah. of the best pictures the artist ah that's one I didn't predict. Okay. I, in fact, I wasn't even going to go to the audition because, I mean, I didn't know what to do. I said, well, there's nothing to do on paper. And I said to my husband, I don't know what to, uh, how to do a silent film. And he said, oh, please. And he <laughs> sat me down and he showed me all these Charlie Chaplin movies. And 
I said, oh, yeah, this is exciting. So I thank God I listened to my husband and I went. <laughs> I was lucky enough. But I still didn't think it would be yeah. best picture. Oh, yeah. I, I thought it would come out, play a Limley Theater for a week. And we'd, no one would ever hear of it again. I did not predict that it would be a best picture. And not only was it a best picture, it was a phenomenal ride because it premiered yeah. at the New York Film Festival. And then just one thing after another, I couldn't even do all of the events that they asked me to do. Wow. Uh, there, was, there were too many and I was working and other things were going on and it was much to my disappointment. And they invited, Mary was a freshman or in her first year at Juilliard and they invited her entire class to the premiere in New York. Wasn't that wow. nice? Wow. And so she was, feels very much a part of that. So it was, it was fabulous. It was a great experience. I didn't see that coming. Yeah, yeah. There are so many films. I know it's hard to keep track of all the ones <laughs> that you have done and the TV appearances as well. You know, speaking of TV appearances, you've already talked about uh, Criminal Minds. X-Files is, was one of my favorite shows. Uh, you got a chance to do uh, X-Files as well. Uh, were there TV shows that you look back on and you're like, I'm so glad I got a chance to do that for, for one reason or another? Well, uh, yeah, you definitely, uh, X-Files was definitely one. Um, I, uh, Friends, I was mm -hmm. on the first episode of Friends, and it was just before I was leaving town to go to, to Wong Fu, and so I couldn't even go to the taping. We were shooting on location, my part, and I was so sad to not to get to go to the taping because I had worked for Marta Kaufman before, and um, I just had a good feeling about that show because you could just feel the energy yeah. of the, everybody's chemistry was so good. Uh, and then I had to go off for three months and they had talked about me recurring that I would be back, but I never got to go back. Liz, <laughs> the homeless lady never got to go back, but I, I'm thrilled to have been a part of that um, yeah. historical show. And there was a show called Wonderfalls. I don't know if you ever saw that. There were only 13, but I am thrilled to be a part of that because that to me was a very very special show way ahead of its time yeah. and I don't mean to leave out the Mindy project of course <laughs> oh yes work with Mindy Kaling oh. and be a regular for six years because I really didn't have a desire because I do like doing movies and I wasn't looking to be a regular on right. any show I guess starred but I loved her so much and I saw her genius now I was totally surprised when they called but when they did I said, you know, I think I do want to do this because of her. Yeah. And boy, was I right. I learned so much from her. I wanted to be of service to her, and instead she was of service to me. <laughs> anyway. She is such a talent. And, oh. um, and you see that. I mean, you see her, her comic genius, but you, you see it beyond that as well. Yeah. She's brilliant. She's smart. Uh, she's funny. And uh, her chemistry with anybody she shares the screen with is there and I, I think that's a tribute to her i really really do i do too it's funny you should say that i swear to you i was thinking about that just yesterday because we've had a talk about that one day uh, on the set and that's what we decided because i kept saying oh she has such great chemistry with mark duplass oh she has such great chemistry with christmas Cena. and i said wait a minute she has great chemistry with everybody yes. 
I've never heard that said. I can't wait to pass that along. Yeah, <laughs> please do. You tell I her your really, tell her your Aiden, North Carolina buddy, I feels will. the same way. <laughs> I really will. I don't ever see her anymore, but I can email her. If, I hope she still has the same email. <laughs> now, if someone were to ask you, because you've had all these uh, all this time in acting, if someone were to come to you and say, "What is a secret to good acting?" what would you pass along to someone who wants to get into acting, whether it's stage or film uh, or, or television or streaming? Well, I, <laughs> I, I promise you, we must be psychically connected because just yesterday I was talking to an actress friend of mine and we decided that the number one biggest thing, in spite of all my character work, in spite of all my training, in spite of all my everything is to listen. Yeah. And I've heard it said in acting class, but I, it took me forever to really learn that um, because I'm so busy with my hairdos and my costume and learning the lines and figuring out my inner life and my outer life and what's the event and what's, you know, I have all this technique and I decided really it is to listen. Yeah. Yeah. I was That's... watching that uh, Halifax, what's it called? T Last Tango in Halifax okay. with uh, Derek Jacoby. And he is better than he's ever been. And he's 84. And I think I, I have that to look forward to because, and I, we were talking about it. He listens yeah. so beautifully. So that's how it came up. So. Wow. That's, that's amazing. You would say that because I was talking to Fisher Stevens who has directed, uh, you know, he's been involved in a lot of things, but recently directed Palmer. Uh, with Justin Timberlake and a, a young talent writer, Alan. I can't Alan. wait to see that, actually. And, it looks fabulous. And I was talking to him about, uh, you know, being an actor, but yet taking on that director's hat as well. You know, what are some of the things he's able to share with, with his talent? And he said just that. He said, uh, listening. And he said that's one of the things when he was auditioning both Timberlake and Alan together, he said he, he, he saw that connection of those two because they were listening and reacting to each other. And so uh, a friend of mine who's been an indie film producer always said to me, he said, Noel, he said, acting is reacting. And he said, if you can get that, and that, I think that ties in with listening. Yeah, absolutely. If you're not listening, how are you going to, you're making up your reactions. So, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Well, let's talk about uh, this Nicolas Cage uh, horror comedy, uh, <laughs> Willie's Wonderland and Nicolas wow. Cage. Nicolas Cage acts, I mean, he's got uh, like a dozen films a year, much like you. I mean, I never know where Nicolas Cage is going to pop up. So talk about your work on Willie's Wonderland and how this came to you and uh, some of the fun maybe you had uh, working on. Well, this I love Nick Cage, first of all, love him. And in fact, I met uh, James Franco through him because he was direct. He, I helped him audition James back in the day before James Franco was James Franco. And I've done probably, I don't know how many movies with James Franco directing, maybe 12, a lot, a lot of little ones that didn't get distributed yeah. and in the early days. But then we also had, as I lay dying, I got to play Addie Bunder and the William Faulkner, you know, I mean, to be a Southern woman and to get to play Addie Bunder and come on. And we premiered at Cannes Film Festival. So <laughs> that came from Nick indirectly because that's, that's where it was called Sunny, the movie we were doing. But anyway, um, I also did Matchstick Men with him. Beth Grant, our guest here, right here on Meet Me at the Movies. I uh, really appreciate you spending time with us. So glad we got a chance to do this. Any final thoughts or comments that you want to share with our audience? 
Oh, no, I just think that they are very lucky to have you. You really are one of my favorite people in this business that I've met. And it's not just because you're from Aiden, North Carolina, although that's a plus. That's definitely a plus. But I would, I could sing the North Carolina State song, Carolina, Carolina, heaven's blessings attend thee. This is my favorite line. Though the scorners may sneer at, we'll protect. Dandy Finley. <laughs> I know the whole thing. <laughs> I, I made my Yankee husband learn it before he came out. And everywhere we went, I would make him stand up and sing it. <laughs> That's awesome. That is so awesome. That is so awesome. <laughs> Beth, thank you. I, I just appreciate you so much. And I just love our time together. Uh, please I tell your family. Please tell your family hello. And uh, we appreciate everybody spending time with us right here on Meet Me at the Movies. Beth Grant, she is awesome. She is. <laughs> I'm a character. <laughs> she is dang awesome. Dang awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much for calling. Till next time, I'm Milton Money the Second. That's In a wrap. For those hugs. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Bye, Beth. Darling. Appreciate it. Take care. Thank you.